At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. At the window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome to At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network on Pluto TV Channel 517, on Zumo TV Stir, and anywhere you find us, of course, as always on YouTube as well, Sports Grid Network, Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Like us and follow us, please. I am. Sean Guasamaca here in Midtown Manhattan. Drew Martin in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. You can follow Drew on Twitter at Drew Martin Betts. I'm on Twitter at underscore Sean G. Drew, I don't know if you heard the last couple of minutes of Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels just now, but they they were talking about Super Bowl memories, which, uh, and, and Teddy was having a tough time getting out his story. But uh, nonetheless, great topic. I wanted to get your thoughts as a gambler. Right? What are some of your more interesting Super Bowl uh, gambling memories, if if uh, you do uh, want to share here with us? Sure. Well, uh, happy Friday out there to everyone. Uh, Feliz Viernes for our Spanish viewers. I am actually in uh, another beautiful place, Sean, uh, South Florida. Again? Took Man, you're the, always uh, on the move. Cross- I can't keep up with you, Drew. Yeah, I took the old cross-country flight uh, late last night, so uh, got a friend that's getting married. But either way, breaking down the uh, Saturday college basketball card today and uh, trying to find more winners than losers for uh, the betters out there. But in terms of, uh, what, Super Bowl memories from a betting perspective, I would go as, as lately as last year. You know, everybody on the Rams, the sharp side, and sure enough, the Pats, that defense come through. Um, also, uh, I'll take it a step further. I was down in, uh, in, in, in a far off place and talking to a bookmaker and th- th- there was a prop on uh, Giselle and would she be showing cleavage? <laughs> I love this. Yeah. And sure, sure enough, it was, it was uh, plus, plus 500 if she's showing cleavage. And the bookmaker was like, oh, it should have been plus 5,000. So sure enough, I bet it, you know, a heavy favorite the other way. She was shown twice. Definitely no cleavage. Great bet. I max bet it. It uh, felt good. So good Super Bowl for me last year, Sean. Ah, that's an interesting. I like that prop. Uh, I would would have thought the same thing as you, right? No cleavage for Giselle Bunchen, but that that's an interesting prop. And I love how these sports folks and we talked to Jay Cornegay. He revolutionized the prop betting in Super Bowls, and and now it's such a big big thing. My first memory for Super Bowl, as far as betting, I went to Las Vegas uh, with for the Oakland Raiders Tampa Bay Bucks Super Bowl. 
And it was the first time I was like, uh, I bet on props, you know, game props, player props. And, you know, you go crazy, you put a dollar. I didn't have much money back then. You put a dollar here, dollar there. And it, it distracted me for the Super Bowl, right? I, it was a boring one regardless anyway. Uh, Tampa Bay won uh, the Super Bowl going away over the Oakland Raiders, which with Rick, uh, Rich Gannon, quarterback for the Raiders back in the day. And I bet on all these prop bets. And and good thing I did because the game was boring, but I was like, it kind of ruined the game for me. I mean, I'm a, it's different now, I think, with betting props. It doesn't ruin the football game. But back then, first time uh, in Vegas, betting all those props, man, I was like betting on, you know, interception, like all these crazy, like really uh, hard to, to, to make out like uh, prop bets or whatever, just like 20, 30, just having fun. And that's one of my Super Bowl me- memories as far as betting. But my favorite one, Drew, is the New England Patriots. I bet them on the money line to beat the um, Rams, St. Louis Rams. I was going to say L.A. Rams, St. Louis Rams back in the day. I wish I would have put more money on that. It wasn't the biggest upsets, but I didn't put – I just, you know, I, I had a hunch, put it down, and, but didn't win a lot of money because I didn't bet a lot of money. So I regret that. Yeah, and, that and, the, and that was Tom Brady's first Super Bowl, yep, right? Yep, First one, yep. No, no, yeah, I, that, I, that be, was... no, no I, bet, I bet the points. I bet the points. I should have bet the money line. That was it. That was it. That was it. That was my regret there, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I remember that Super Bowl. That was good. And also the Oakland Raiders one you were talking about um, with Rich Gannon. I yep. believe he was going up against Warren Sapp and company. Yep. I remember that Brad one. That Johnson. was fun. I think yep. that was, yeah, I think I was a senior in high school. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I was betting that. Uh, but uh, you bring up the props. Um, w- one bit of advice I have, because I've made this mistake in the past, Sean, is don't bet too many of them and be like all over the place because then yeah. you're sitting there with a sheet of paper at a party and you're like, <laughs> yeah. man, I don't even know what to root for. It, so yeah. it almost like diminishes the fun of sports betting because you got to have something to root for. Like, oh, there, you know, there's a run for over 40 yards. Bam. Check that one off. But, you know, things of that nature. If, if you're just betting like 25 bets all across the board, yep, that's it, what it I gets did. really yep. hectic and you don't know what to root for. And, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, well, I, you know, I was a novice uh, to to say the least. And you're right, it kind of ruined it. But the game stunk anyway, so I, towards the second half, um, and there was no in, uh, in-game betting back then, or at least I wasn't aware of it. Um, and, you know, so... You, the second half, it was it was a lot of fun because the game was you know well you know it was over. Tampa Bay was going to win, and you were just rooting for certain crazy things to to, to come out there. But uh, that's what some Super Bowl memories. That Teddy Covers and Ralph had some good memories there. Um, if you were listening to those guys, uh, Drew, but uh, that's what jogged my memory. I'm like, oh well, I got some stories. I want to hear from Drew as well. But uh, how about some action right now? We have in game right NBA playing in Paris, France. You have the Bucks and the Hornets right now. Three minutes to go in the second quarter, Drew. The Hornets right now, 49-44, live on FanDuel Sportsbook, in-game point spread, six-and-a-half point favorites now. The Bucks, 225-and-a-half, the total in that game. Total's interesting because the Bucks play at a fast pace, 105 possessions per 48 minutes, and that's number one in the NBA. You know who's last in the NBA? It's the Charlotte Hornets at like a little over 96 possessions per 48 minutes so uh interesting when you're looking at the total in this game it's kind of high 221 yeah. and a half in game right now that's kind of high for me yeah sean that's that's wild i didn't know that stat um i i mean i don't pretend to be able to beat the nba betting markets but the fact that you know this is number one versus uh last in yeah. terms of pace of play tempo yep. you know contrasting styles a lot of times that creates value for for at least the in the know sports better in the NBA, you know who's going to control the pace and the tempo. To this point, obviously, if you have a Charlotte ticket, you're you're looking pretty sitting sitting up three as fourteen and a half point dogs heading towards halftime. I mean, I, I, and and then again, it sets up the profile of in game betting, which we do talk about a lot at night on this channel. Yep. Is a, a favorite that's behind, you know, a, a coming into halftime might be a good profile to bet on in the second half. I, I, yeah, absolutely, that's where I was going to go there, Drew. I, I love the Bucks, and I, they'll cover. It was at six and a half. It's now eight and a half. So they're cutting into that lead. It's forty nine, forty six. We'll talk about that a little bit more when we come back, and also uh, a lot going on. Pro Bowl, Super Bowl, Zion Williamson's second game in the NBA. We'll talk all about it when we return on At the Window. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you will always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can even alert you before you go too low or when you're too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see, like more time and range and lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Get on the grid, Sports Grid. I am Sean Guasamacchia, Drew Martin in Florida, South Florida. We get that right, and that would be the site for Super Bowl 54 next Sunday, February 2nd. Not this one coming up between the Chiefs and, of course, the 49ers in that game. And we well, might as well read off the spread. It's uh, still Chiefs favored by a point and a half, 54 and a half now, the total uh, on FanDuel Sportsbook. But I want to get back real quick, Drew, to this NBA game in Paris live. Two minutes left in the second quarter now. Bucks are down two points to the Hornets. They were coming into this game, Drew, 14-point favorites, the Bucks. Now you can get them at, all right, it's nine and a half. But we were talking last segment, six and a half favorites for the Bucks. I like that an awful lot right now uh, to jump in on the Bucks. And uh, the total going into the game was 219. It's now around 221 and a half. So not much difference, but big difference on the spread. Now seven and a half bucks favored uh, down by five. Second half coming up here, Drew. Milwaukee Bucks are uh, just such a better team. And the the Greek Freaks playing two, um, 10 points, five of 10 shooting, uh, seven rebounds. He should get going even more in the second half there. So I I like the Bucks to to, to cover the seven uh, seven and a half point spread. Yeah, I mean, you know, we were talking about it right before break in terms of uh, just, you know, the profile of a heavy favorite and then they get behind. That tends to be something that I like to gravitate towards betting because you get them at a lot better price. Now, you did say it jumped up to nine and a half, which yeah. is kind of interesting because the score hasn't changed that much. Yeah, so it's jumping it, between it must... seven and a half and nine and a half, Drew. Yeah, yeah, it, it, which, which is fascinating to me because if, if it was at nine and a half, um, I, I don't know what has changed other than the time actually beginning, you, you know, lower on the time as we inch here towards uh, halftime, Sean. But 
I mean, also factoring in, you know, it's a, it's on a different continent. Yep. Um, how, how much is that going to factor in for the second half here and in the scheduling? You know, I, I didn't dig too deep into it, but what you know, obviously the teams didn't play yesterday, and then to, uh, are they playing another game in Europe? I haven't looked too much into it, Sean. Yeah, yeah, they're going to play another game in in Europe. Uh, the, the Milwaukee Bucks will. Here, here we go. I'll look at it right now. Um, they're playing the Hornets today, obviously on the twenty fourth. Then they don't play again. So, no, they're only playing one game in Europe. They're playing again, again Tuesday the 28th. So they have four days off, the Bucks do at least, uh, after this game. So they haven't played since Monday the 20th. So they've had three days of rest, and, and they'll have four days of rest. Um, so, yeah, um, they're well-rested, the, the Bucks. So they, they, they should uh, – that, that should not be an issue. So, yeah, just one game. Kind of weird that way, the NBA. You would think – they play a few games in Europe while they're there, right? Go to go to London, play a game in London if you're in Paris, and uh, make the most of it, right? I'm a little surprised at that. Yeah, so am I. I mean, uh, it, it, I guess it, I I don't know how much you know, like each country likes the NBA compared to the other, but uh, I, I would think that they would play more over there than just one yeah, game and exactly. fly back. I believe they're playing like what we saw three the- international games this year. The, the NBA. We saw the Yankees and Red Sox play a two-game series over there, right, Sean? Correct. Correct. Yep. Yeah, that, that was fun, by the way. I hope you were betting the overs. I know I bet the under on the first game. And that <laughs> the, the first like inning? <laughs> no, you oh, really? You bet. Oh, yeah, I bet the under on that first game, and it was one of the worst bets I've ever placed <laughs> in my life. Dude, I know, because the first inning, it was ridiculous. I think the Yankees, did the Yankees score like six runs right off the bat, and then they gave up five or something, something ridiculous like that in the bottom half of the inning. Um, yeah, that was really not, I think it was even more than that. It was just, it was really crazy. Well, I mean, but where they were playing is a cricket field. So it's not really, uh, it was really a small, uh, field to begin with, uh, there in London for the Red Sox Yankees. And I think the Cardinals are playing over there this year in London and Cardinals Cubs, right? So they, they're, you cool. know, they're, they're selling some really good teams and some rivals there. I, I like what baseball is doing with that. So do I, man. I, it's always an interesting question. Wait, out of all the major sports in the United States, which is the next team going to be formed? Either hockey, NBA, NFL, MLB, outside the United States. If you had to make a guess at it, Sean, what would you say it would be and where? The, 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 wow. I don't uh, You want to take a stab at that while I think about that real quick? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, obviously I've had time to think about it. Mine is it's going to be the NFL in Mexico City. And to even take it to the next level, I believe it will be the Chargers move to Mexico City Ooh, and they become Mexico City Chargers. Can you bet on that? I, I I wish I could because watching the Chargers play in Mexico City, it was, the, it was the best atmosphere I saw from any NFL game all season long. And now they're going to go be the redheaded stepchild in L.A. who doesn't yeah. even want them. It's a stupid move. Yeah. The Chargers should should go to Mexico City and be that country's team. It's a it's what the third or fourth largest city in the continent. Oh, I mean, absolutely. there's a lot of money yeah. there, yep. a ton of millionaires. I think that they should do it, man. No argument for me. I agree with you 100% on that. Um baseball, would would baseball put a put a team in Mexico City? It it seems to me baseball would would be able to do that, right? Major League Baseball, I think with the scheduling, it wouldn't be that difficult. There's interest obviously in the sport of baseball in Mexico. So I I think baseball might be one of those, uh, the next league to, I guess, expand outside of the, you know, Toronto and, and of course, um, uh, you know, the, the continental United States. But how about Montreal? I mean, shouldn't Major League Baseball go back to Montreal? Is that going to happen? We heard about uh, the, the, the rumor of the Tampa Bay wanting to split their, their um, season between Tampa and Montreal. That's dead in the water now. So when when will baseball be back in Montreal? Because that that should happen very quickly. But I mean, yeah, I, I, the, the the Montreal Expos that you know they were their downfall was the strike in '93. But um, I I thought that that Tampa Montreal thing had legs, and then they could call them the X Rays. I thought it was perfect, you know. But that's <laughs> yeah, awesome. The X Rays. You're, you're right. Montreal maybe should just have their own team now. I'm not really sure. You know, maybe split it, but I mean, it's not really working in Tampa unless they get a new stadium anyway. So maybe just move them up to Montreal. But I, I, I don't know. I've never been to Montreal. I've heard it's a great party place with uh, not many rules. So it'd be a fun place to visit. <laughs> fun place for you to, to visit. Uh, Gabe Morenzi, obviously, you know this, Drew. He's from Montreal. He was 
born and raised there and uh, he worked there too. So he has a, a you know, I, I guess he's the right person to ask uh, about Montreal and, and whether or not they could support support a baseball team. I think they can, but uh, I don't know. Is there money there? And, you know, they have to have the right ownership. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, but um, it's, you know, I think they're the next, I think, city outside of, you know, the United States, in baseball at least, that I think that where uh, you could see some expansion. Mexico City is a really good one, though. I, I, the NBA, I, I don't, maybe London, maybe that's possible, but not in the next five years, probably the next decade. Not, not in the Man, that, yeah, that would be a tough one because also you got to think, you know, uh, outside of football, I, I don't know if crossing either ocean is, is really possible just because the way the scheduling sets up and like NBA or MLB, I, I, I don't know, especially NBA just playing like, you know, one game that that would be really tough to do. I, I would almost think, you know, if London is a, a real possibility, it, in my opinion, it would be for the NFL and they would. Plus put a thing, you know, whatever London team would have two home games in a row. And also when they were on the road, they would have at least two road games. That's how I would set it up if I was the NFL commissioner. But um, no, that's why I think Mexico City is better just because of traveling and, you know, seeing that city and what it's been able to do to grow in the midst of all the trouble that Mexico's had. um, I I just think that a, a major sports team would really thrive in Mexico City. All right, Drew, one last update here. It's halftime uh, in Paris, France. NBA regular season game. The Hornets are up 55-50 to 50 on the Bucks at the half. FanDuel Sportsbook, six and a half point spread for the Bucks now at halftime. I'll, I'm laying the juice. It's minus 120 for the six and a half Bucks. I think the second half they'll open it up and, and they'll win going away. Hornets have what, lost seven in a row, 15-30 and 30 on the year. Only six losses for the Bucks on the year. But another interesting... Question I have for you, um, Drew. Do, do you do a lot of the in-game live player props? Because Giannis right now points 26.5 over under. For the over, it's minus 136. A lot of juice for the under plus 102. What do you think? He's at right now, hold on, 11 points. You think he'll go over 26.5 in this game? I would think so. You know, he's got the main stage. He's the main player, the Greek freak himself. And after a disappointing first half, I mean, in comparison, I would look for him to turn it up in the second half. There might be value on the over. I'm with you on that. And I also think that the Bucs will come back and win this game by more than six points. So for them to do so, Giannis has to get going here in the second half. All right, we're going to come back and let's talk Zion Williamson. Not, Not only his debut, but also look ahead to tonight's second game in the NBA for the young star. Uh, we'll, we'll do that next on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you will always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can even alert you before you go too low or when you're too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see, like more time and range and lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sportsbook. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you will receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering. Just like the Bucks game right now, in-game wagering. We like a minus six and a half for the second half, down five to the Hornets in Paris. On pro sports like the NBA, as I just mentioned, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com right now, slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager up to 500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER-21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. Welcome back in to At The Window on the Sports Grid TV network. And Drew, speaking of the NBA, we like the bet, right? You're laying the juice, minus one twenty second half uh, um, for the Bucks at six and a half. How about... Zion Williamson, right? All the hype for this kid and playing at Duke last year. Finally, he, you know, he had meniscus surgery, missed the first 44 games for the New Orleans Pelicans, the number one overall pick, of course. Morant, Jara Morant for the Grizzlies. He's running away with the rookie of the year, so we can't talk about that, uh, I guess, right now. But he made his debut, 22 points, 4 of 4 from three-point land, exploded in the fourth quarter. What were your thoughts on the debut of the young stud Zion Williamson? You know, it, it, it's funny because we were doing the in-game live. I was on with uh, Kevin Walsh and uh, oh, Cam Stewart, Walsh. so it was and Cam. Gritty. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. Gritty. He's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, but both of them. And um, you know, we were we were watching him. He was on pace to go under on almost all of them. Maybe get the rebounds, and then he just exploded in the fourth quarter, like you said, man. He was just dominating. I believe what he scored thirteen straight points. Something of that nature, and uh, really just exploded, hit all the overs. It was it was great for him, and you know just seeing him come back and perform like he did. Because I always had question marks of the guys that not that his skill isn't there, but his athletic ability is is what's you know at the forefront with Zion Williamson and a guy like that, Sean. When he makes the jump up from college to the NBA, I always I always think to myself, man, the athleticism is what isn't going to translate as well, which is not going to translate as well. But it seems, at least through one game, it's translating just fine. So he's jumping around like a madman. You know, he doesn't look all that, you know, dominating in terms of, he he, he, he doesn't, like, look ripped. You know, it's almost a little bit more pudgy, but he's jumping <laughs> well, over Cordano people. calls he's him dominating. fat, so don't worry. Pudgy's fine. <laughs> Mike Cardano. Wait, wait, who, who calls him fat? The boss, one of the bosses here, Mike Cardano, uh... He's not a big Zion fan, and we've had our battles and discussions uh, ever since, uh, you know, last season when he was playing at Duke. So, uh, yeah, he needs to get into better shape. But, uh, you know, it's baby fat. I don't, uh, you know, uh, he's, he's, he has to get into better shape. They even mentioned it on the telecast um, when he played his first game. You know, he wind, looks winded and what have you. But um, Chubby's fine. I, I, you know, people call him big bone. He's definitely big bone. He's a big dude, you know. Well, yeah, he's the third heaviest in the NBA. I know, I, I mean, know. What? He's only, what, 20 years old? It's pretty crazy, if man. That, so I, he, I know. He's so wait, good, he's though. I'm bullish be, on him. I'm a big fan. And I would think he's going to get more muscular. Like, when he's 28, he's going to be, like, even 20, 30 pounds more, probably. Even if yep. he is more in shape, he's going to be more muscular. And muscle weighs more than fat. So yep. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's sometime in the NBA. He's the heaviest guy out there. Probably. And, and the thing they talked about was they're not really concerned about his weight. You know, I don't know if I believe that. I'm talking about the New Orleans Pelicans uh, brass. They're more mm -hmm. concerned with stretching and, and Zion landing properly when he, after he jumps. They, they were talking about that. Like he needs to work on his stretching and stuff like that. Um, so he doesn't put a lot of pressure, I guess, on his joints uh, that he tends yeah. to put on. You know, because, yeah, because he's carrying a, a big frame. And, you know, the, the dude's just athleticism's out the window. I mean, it's crazy how, how just at his size, what he can do, you know. Um, and so I think it'll translate. You know, he, he's such a freak athletically 
that even with the great athletes in the NBA, he's going to go into most games and he'll get, like as I call him, cheap points just because he's more athletic than the guy next to him and he's a better leaper and he's going to grab, you know, offensive rebounds and putbacks, right, you know, and get four to six points that way. I, so this 14 and a half point prop tonight, they're playing the Nuggets, the Pelicans. I'm going the over. I'm going with the over uh, with Zion, even though he's on a minutes like limit. They're going to play him anywhere from 15 to like 22 to 25 the most. I don't think it gets there, so you got to be aware of that. But I like him over 14 and a half points tonight against the Nuggets. Yeah. So when you you factor in the the minutes limit, Sean, I mean it's almost what just a just under a point per minute. So that it's kind of tough to get there all the time. And something that I think maybe we should start thinking about in the handicap for his props, at least betting the over is, you know, the Pelicans are kind of in the race here in terms of, you know, are they going to make the playoffs? Are they not? So in some of these close games, which they do have a stretch here, getting him back where they're games that really matter. I wonder if they start to stretch that, that minutes limit, you know what I mean? And and they they kind of project out 20 and really he's paying 25, something of that nature. I wouldn't be too surprised if that happens in the next couple of weeks. And Drew, like uh, we talked about the pace of play for the Bucks, number one in the NBA. New Orleans is fourth. I mean, they run up and down the court as well, just like the Bucks, and that helps with Zion because he's not a, a half court player, right? Not now. He's more, you know, it, it benefits his game, the the style that the Pelicans play and Alvin Gentry play that that you know up and down the court. So that's another reason why I like the over points prop. He's going to get. Um, a lot of possessions when he's in there, you know, more than the average team because of the style of play that they play, the Pelicans. And so um, will he hit four threes? No, I doubt that. I doubt he's 100% four for four from three-point land. But it'll be interesting just to watch if the Nuggets come out on Zion, right? I mean, it's just one game. But, I mean, those four threes that he that he took and he hit, there wasn't a, a defender within 10 feet of him. I mean, they just don't respect his outside shooting game. In, in, I, you know, if I was defending him off the bat, I would probably do the same thing sure, just because yeah. so if he if he's able to get a three point shot down, Sean, man, it, it, the sky's almost the limit with this guy. It's just I, I mean, in your opinion, you've seen him play a lot. Yeah. How much how would you rate his three point shot it, it, you no, know, is he it's, middle of the pack? <laughs> That's a great I, I, uh, it's hard to answer that because it's, it's, it's just one game. Uh, it wasn't great in college. What did he shoot? Thirty-two uh, percent from three at Duke. It's a different, you know, the lines closer. It's a different game, um, the college game, of course. Um, so I, I think it's a work in progress. He definitely needs to work on his outside shot. He needs to work on his offensive game. I mean, he needs to develop some post moves if he really wants to develop into the player that people expect him to be. That great, like Hall of Fame level talent, elite talent. That he is. I think he will be a Hall of Famer. I think he's going to average 20 and 10. I mean, when he starts playing and they, they get his, you know, he gets his legs under him with the Pelican style of play. Yeah. I mean, they have J.J. Redick on the outside to spread the floor. Brandon Ingram's having a career year, too. He's spreading the floor as well. That I, I'm looking forward to see how this team and the rotations that Elvin Gentry uses, like Jackson Hayes, will he play with Zion? Will Zion play the four? Will he play the five? Will they go to a small lineup to utilize you know, the athleticism uh, of Zion Williamson. Um, that That's really intriguing to me to see, like, exactly what the rotations are going to be. Will Reddick even be on the court? Because Reddick did not start. Zion started over Reddick um, in the first game. So, you know, how much are they going to play together, right? You want to spread the court and let uh, Zion operate in the paint. But if Reddick's not on the floor, you're one of the best three-point shooters, then that, that hurts him a little bit. So it's, it's just fascinating on so many levels to watch Zion and the Pelicans play at this point. Yeah, and, and it, it's interesting, you know, Redick or Zion, two Duke guys. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at his three-point percentage from last year. He is 24 of, for 71 at Duke, for so that's uh, almost 34%, 33% All right, so a from beyond okay. the arc. Yep. And, you know, two-point – no, 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 two-point shooting, 74%. That's one of the best in the country, by the way, but, of course, a lot of that being uh, from within the paint. His free throws, though, if you're looking for a weakness – it would be from the line, only 64% last year from the line, Sean. Right. I mean, is he the Greek freak? Like, the Greek freak dominated the NBA last year. He's, he's shooting the three more this year, the Greek freak. And he dominated just, and he's 6'11", so it's really, and he's really long, the Greek freak, right? But he operated in the NBA just bullying people in the paint, Gian, Giannis, winning the MVP. Well, is Zion mm-hmm. too short at 6'7"? 
to do that, you think? I don't think he's too short because what, what he makes up from, yeah. I, I mean, I guess, on quote unquote, being shorter is, uh, right. he, one, he, he's bigger. And two, you know, he, he's got springs on his shoes. The thing yeah, I worry about with Zion is, did, does he have the ball handling that uh, the Greek freak has, in your opinion? Uh, no, I, I don't. No, he's a little clumsy. I don't, you know, it's just based on at Duke and at, you know, in one game in the NBA and, and one summer league game that I watched as well. Um, but I, I don't, I don't yeah. think so either. I don't think I don't he, think he can no. handle the ball. No, I, I don't. as well. But I, I don't think it's as, I think it's good enough though. You know, you know what I mean? But I don't think it's Greek freak level. No, no, that's a, that's an excellent point. Um, that you that you raise, but uh, I also like one more prop though. I want to get it out here. Zion Williamson points plus rebounds plus assists twenty three and a half. I like the over in that, and I cashed on that big time, Drew. When you were on in game live, I bet the over that prop at halftime. Zion was at like nice the, bet. Yeah, it was a great bet. I mean, he just he went over in points alone. I think it was at fourteen and a half or fifteen and a half. That same prop that I just mentioned: points, rebounds, and assists. Um, he's a great passer too, by the way. Zion, I, maybe great. So you know, he, he's a really good passer. How about that? So assists, yeah. assists are part of his game. You know, yeah, absolutely. I think he he needs to work on his ball handling and free throw shooting. Outside of that, man, he's uh, going to be one of the top players in the NBA for for quite some time, in my opinion. I agree. Those two. Things. I agree. I think he's going to be uh, one of the best that it, now. I mean, once he gets his legs under him, but I may, you know, I, I love Zion. Um, here's the thing. They had a great question uh, on the telecast. Uh, I think it was Mark Jackson and uh, Jeff Van Gundy. Who would you take if you had a redraft last year's NBA draft? Who would you take at number one, Zion Williamson or John Morant? All things considered. I, I, would, take, I would take Zion. Okay, I would I, take I, I get it if you don't. You know, I, I'm just my answer non-confidently is Zion Williamson. I think um, Mark Jackson said Morant. He'd take Morant. And he's factoring in, you know, injury history and all that. He said he would take Morant. Interesting. Yeah. Jeff was like, I have to see more games in the NBA from Zion before I answer that. And uh, Mark Jackson was getting on him. It was quite funny. Quite calm. <laughs> All right. Let's do some Super Bowl 54 props. Uh, also, we have to get back to college basketball. Get to college basketball as well. That's next on At The Window on the Sports Grid Network. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you will always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can even alert you before you go too low or when you're too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see, like more time and range and lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
back on the grid here on the Sports Grid. I am Sean Guasamacchia. Drew Morton with me. He is in Florida. I am at the Versa Restaurant, the Renaissance Hotel here in Midtown Manhattan, Studio 34. Welcome back to At the Window. And Drew, before we get into the Pro Bowl, I know your favorite event. You can't wait for it this this <laughs> this weekend. I want your recommendation as to the betting uh, perspective on the Pro Bowl uh, coming up here. Uh, also, Super Bowl 54 props. We want to get into uh, college basketball picks. I know you have some best bets you want to throw out there, maybe for tonight and, and for the weekend for sure. But uh, Eli Manning retired today, uh, officially. 117 and 117 win-loss record for his career, 500. Two Super Bowl championships. Eli Manning has passed for 57,023 yards, 366 touchdowns against 244 interceptions. Never led the league in touchdown passes. Never led the league in passing yards. He did lead the league three times in interceptions thrown in 2007, 2010, and 2000 and what is that? 13, I want to say, with 27. That's an awful number right there. So that being said, is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? A better question than that. Should he, or do you think, forget about what the writers are going to vote for, what does Drew Morton think? Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer, Drew? I think Eli Manning is uh, easy to make fun of, you know, with his faces, uh, <laughs> kind of the way he talks, all that kind of stuff. So I think he kind of gets a, a little bit uh, of the the hindsight of what the media can do here. Overall, I mean, I think Eli Manning's a nice guy, a solid quarterback. What he was able to do with the University of Mississippi and then continue that in the NFL – for the New York Giants, winning two Super Bowls. I mean, I believe the biggest underdog in Super Bowl history to, to, to cash a ticket there against the Patriots, stopping that, you know, what they were, what they had going that year. But uh, overall, I mean, no, I think he should be left out of the Hall of Fame. Um, but he is a uh, really solid NFL quarterback for the long haul of his career, Sean. I How agree. do you feel? hundred percent agree with that. You know, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. So that question, I guess, uh, I don't want to pose. My opinion, I would not put him in if I had a vote. Because he was never a top echelon quarterback in the National Football League. Yes, he won two Super Bowls. Yes, he they, he beat Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, or one of the greatest players of all time. I'm not talking quarterbacks. He's one of the greatest football players of all time in Tom Brady. So, yes, that's impressive. But when you think of the first Super Bowl, beating the undefeated at that point, uh, New England Patriots, you think of David Tyree. You don't think of Eli Manning winning that Super Bowl MVP. Tyree, he's the one who made the play to win it. Yeah, give Eli Manning credit. I mean, he, he won road games to get up to that to get into the Super Bowl, but the 49ers just choked more than Eli won it when the, in, in the NFC Championship game. Do you remember Kyle Williams um, fumbling the, the, the ball on the punt return, hit his foot? Do you remember that? And the Giants uh, regained possession. Um, they just choked that, that, that game away, uh, the 49ers did. So, I mean, that helped uh, Eli Manning. And, and look, everyone gets help, right? It, it happens. So look at the tuck rule with Tom Brady. Uh, had they ruled correctly... The Oakland Raiders win that football game. Adam Vinatieri is never a hero in the snow with the field goal. And Tom Brady doesn't go on to win the Super Bowl that first time. So all good teams need a little bit of luck. So so fine with that. And and I'm not I'm not um crapping on Eli Manning for winning two Super Bowls. He did it fine. He was the quarterback. That's great. But if Brad Johnson were to win, uh, let's say he won two Super Bowls in his NFL career, does that make him a Hall of Famer? How about, um, you know, Trent Dilfer, if he won a, a second Super Bowl, would he be a Hall of Famer? Just because he won two Super Bowls should not make Eli Manning automatically a Hall of Famer. You should look at his resume and remember when he was in his prime, he was never a top five quarterback in the league, never a top six. Did he win an MVP? No. I mean, so those are the things to look at. Um, I'd put Philip Rivers in the Hall of Fame first over Eli Manning, and they're tied at the hip because they were traded for one another. Uh, despite Philip Rivers not appearing in a Super Bowl, I'd put Philip Rivers in because Philip Rivers was the MVP candidate last year, and in the past he's been been so, and he was one of the top quarterbacks at least some of the seasons. And Philip Rivers has his warts, and he throws a lot of picks, and, and he comes up small in moments, right? So he's not the perfect candidate, but I want to... Point, the, point out Philip Rivers because even with his less than spectacular resume, Philip Rivers, no Super Bowl appearances, and sometimes coming up small in big moments, I'd put him in, put him in faster than Eli Manning with those two Super Bowl victories. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't disagree with what, what the, the route you're going there, Sean. I mean, I actually forgot about that. How Eli Manning, how Eli Manning entered the NFL was, uh, heck, kind of shaky. A lot of people were turned off by that. You know, you're right. I mean, I guess they got traded for each other, but it was really because what Eli Manning and, and his dad yep, didn't want him to go to the San Diego Chargers. That kind of r- rubbed people the wrong way. Kind of rubbed me the wrong way, actually, a little bit. Um, he kind of overcame that though, winning the two Super Bowls. I I forgot about it until you you just brought that up. But yeah, man, um, I, if you made me pick between Eli Manning and Philip Rivers, I would probably choose Philip Rivers. You know, for the course of his career, I thought he was kind of the better quarterback. Yeah, me too. And and the, the other thing too is like three times, and Brett Favre's done this too. And if you go back to the old quarterbacks, they threw a lot of picks. They did right. It was a different game then back then. But Eli, I mean, led the league. Three times in interceptions, you know, and, and not, we're not talking about as a rookie where that happens. You know, Peyton Manning had his his, um, you know, um, tough times when he was a rookie. We're talking well into his career uh, in, in his prime. A matter of fact, he led the league in interceptions thrown. Um, Eli Manning did, you know, so to me, never was a, a Hall of Fame quarterback, in my opinion, but he won two Super Bowls. Congratulations. He'll have his number 10 retired by the New York Giants. He made over 200 million dollars in his NFL career. He's set for life. Good guy. I don't, you know, this is no indictment on the person. I mean, he's a great guy um, from what people say, right? I don't know. I've never met him. Um, so, but I'm just, you know, it's not an indictment on the, the man himself. This is about his playing career. And because people get all up in arms, you know, uh, and what have you uh, about this. But no, not a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. So that's that, Drew. Just uh, wanted to mention that. Yeah, go ahead. If you have any final thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you think you could beat Eli Manning in a 100-yard dash? Uh, yes, I do. Yes. At any point in his career, yes. I, I think so too, but I don't know if that's just wishful thinking. Maybe if he's like faster than than he really looks, he doesn't look like much of an athlete. That's I'll sure. tell you what, I, I could not throw the football like Eli Manning. So I mean, the guy had skill. I'm not, you know, I don't want to <laughs> diminish uh, what he did on the football field. The guy's a skilled, highly skilled football player. Um, and so, in any way, congratulations on a great football career. Right, he will be in the Hall of Fame, guys. So it's the, the arguments. You know, it's not one I, I think that. Um, is even worth discussing, right? Because he's getting in the Hall of Fame, Drew. He is. He's a darling here in New York, and he's said all the right things. I, you know, he had some miss-ups, you know, some hiccups with that autograph stuff, but and uh, also with the, you know, I guess his father wanting him out of San Diego and on the Giants demanding a trade. But other than that, he's been, he's been a class act. Yeah, and uh, it, heck, it's probably tough, you know, to have your, your older brother um be Peyton Manning you know most likely the second best quarterback to ever play the game so uh that, that that's always a tough thing for him to probably have to deal with but uh overall solid quarterback all I right Drew before we get to some picks by you how about the Pro Bowl uh you looking at any prop bets for this Pro Bowl what's your philosophy on betting the Pro Bowl and do you recommend betting on the Pro Bowl um no no I don't recommend betting on it at all I really don't <laughs> recommend watching it um, I know not that. a big fan of it overall it's uh, not not something that I think the NFL should continue Roger Goodell he has his haters out there one thing he could do to get the NFL going in the right direction would be to cancel the Pro Bowl as we know it and make it more of a skills competition also put it back out in Hawaii where we where we know the players like to go visit right. and let's have one on ones you know wide receivers versus corners let's put uh, offensive and defensive linemen in the weight room see how many reps they can get up let's do things like that 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 would kind of pique people's people's interest a little bit more than you know putting a bunch of guys out there that don't want to play in a competitive football game and have to tackle each other sean uh, i'm not sure how you feel about the subject oh now. i feel the same way uh yeah well, yeah i'm with you 100 percent on that with, with the pro bowl it's outdated it, it needs to be changed and, and to the credit of the nfl right they, they tried to make some changes they moved it um, from after the, the week after the Super Bowl to the before the week before the Super Bowl, and they moved it out of Hawaii. I don't know if that those were better um, than what they had before. I don't know if it made the Pro Bowl better. It hasn't. Viewership's continuing to go down, but it's still significant. People watch this damn game. They still as Do much they? as yeah. What are the numbers? They, they're pretty. Uh, when when comparing, like you got like six or seven million viewers. It's not. It's really. It's impressive. Okay. I, I didn't realize they were actually doing good with viewership. Um, well, they're making I, I money. Seven point four million, out. Drew, for last year's Super Bowl. Seven point four million on ESPN. 
Uh, we we got to have some comparison though here though. Like what like what's a Sunday night game or something like that? Oh, God, a Sunday night game is is much more than double that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. So it's not I mean, that great. It's actually in comparison, being able to have the shield in a singled out game on a week. It's actually not very good for the brand. Here's a comparison all. though. All right, NBA All Star Game seven point six five million. So it's right on par with the NBA All Star Game. Um, Major League Baseball All Star Game is eight point six nine million. Um, so that, I that's guess, the best by far. Yeah, it's the, the best. The baseball game is the best by far. Um. I, I don't know, man, if, if because the NFL is is king, king of eyeballs, everything like that. So if, if you're now just being the same as the NBA, it's something that I, I really think they should do away with. But um, right. hey, it is what it is. It's yeah. something we can bet. Yeah, you know, they're not going to take away that 7.4 million viewers, right? They're not going to – what are they going to – they have to replace it with something that it would be uh, you know equal to or better, right? So they're not going to just, like, cancel it and put nothing in its place because they don't want to lose that market, that 7.4 million People on you know in in a January uh, day you know like a Sunday in January right where there's not much else going on so th- they're definitely I think keeping it for that reason and that reason only but uh, how about some uh, you looking at any bets for this weekend for tonight I know college basketball you tweeted out uh, uh, one bet but uh, you looking at anything for tonight and, and, and this weekend. Yeah, I mean, you know, tomorrow's card in college basketball, guys, like especially this time of year, we're talking, you know, January, February, Saturdays in college basketball. Tomorrow's card has over 140 games to choose from. There are going to be mistakes by the odds makers tomorrow, the next Saturday, the following Saturday, the one after that. If I had to pick four days where you can get an advantage as a sports better, that's the best advantage you're going to find throughout the course of the year, the 12-month calendar here. It's these next couple Saturdays. I'm telling you, man, just put in the work. Look for you know injuries. Look for changes that coaches are doing in terms of pace, betting over or under. Those type of things, the odds makers are not going to be able to find them all. Put in the hours, put in the work. Uh, when we get done, Sean, that's what I'm going to be doing, going over the Saturday card. I can tell you off the top, the, the you know it's the SEC versus Big 12 Challenge. There's a lot of good games, a lot of marquee games. It's going to be a fun day to be watching college basketball. Um, Baylor playing against Florida. Um, this one in Gainesville, and of course, it's number one ranked Baylor Bears at the Florida Gators. I mean, the Gators have six losses on the season right now, but of all the six loss teams, they're a very talented team. Um, the the arena there in Gainesville, formerly known as the O-Dome, going to be rocking. It's going to be a tough place to play for Baylor, but the way that they crash the boards, as talented as they are, I know a lot of people like in Florida to have the upset is, is, with college basketball teams playing so well at home. But I really think Baylor is able to go into Gainesville and come out victorious. So I do like the Baylor Bears tomorrow. The number one seeded Baylor Bears, Sean. Yeah, I know. Number one and crazy in the country. All right, writing that down. Take the Baylor Bears. I like it. Drew, uh, before we leave here, uh, just a quick update. In-game right now, Hornets still leading the Bucks late in the third quarter by three points. And as for the player prop we like, the over 26 points for Giannis. He's up to 17. So... It's looking looking on on pace there, but still down three the Bucks in this game. Live point spread four and a half now. So if you still like the Bucks, they were fourteen point favorites coming in. So all the way down to four and a half, Drew, with a quarter left in the game. Interesting. Wow. All right. So some changes coming up. Do we have the last segment today, Sean? No, this is it. Game time decisions is up next, Drew. Last word. Final thought. Uh, best of luck, boys. It's been fun. Have a great weekend. See you, Drew. Game time next with Cam and Gabe. We'll see you on Monday. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Managing your diabetes just got easier. 
the powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you will always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can even alert you before you go too low or when you're too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see, like more time and range and lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I broke the window again. Here's what you missed on At the Window. I was down in uh, in, in in a far off place and talking to a bookmaker. And th- th- there was a prop up. I broke the window again. Here's what you missed on At The Window. I was down in, uh, in, 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 in a far off place and talking to a bookmaker. And th- th- there was a prop on uh, Giselle. And would she be showing cleavage? <laughs> I love this. Yeah. And sure, sure enough, it was it was uh, plus plus five hundred if she's showing cleavage. And the bookmaker was like, oh, it should have been plus five thousand. So sure enough, I bet it. You know, a heavy favorite the other way. She was shown twice. Definitely no cleavage. Great bet. I max bet it. It uh, felt good. So good Super Bowl for me last year, Sean. Ah, that's an interesting. I like that prop. Uh, I would would have thought the same thing as you, right? No cleavage for Giselle Bunchen, but that that's an interesting prop, and I love how. These sports folks, and we talked to Jay Cornegay. He revolutionized the prop betting in Super Bowls, and, and now it's such a big, big thing. My first memory for Super Bowl, as far as betting, I went to Las Vegas uh, with for the Oakland Raiders Tampa Bay Bucks Super Bowl, and it was the first time I was like, uh, I bet on props, you know, a game props, player props, and you know, you go crazy, you put a dollar. I didn't have much money back then. You put a dollar here, dollar there, and it, it distracted me for the. Super Bowl, right? It was a boring one regardless anyway. Uh, Tampa Bay won uh, the Super Bowl going away over the Oakland Raiders which with Rick uh, Rich Gannon, quarterback for the Raiders back in the day. And I bet on all these prop bets. And and good thing I did because the game was boring, but I was like, it kind of ruined the game for me. I mean, I'm a, it's different now, I think, with betting props. It doesn't ruin the football game. But back then, first time uh, in Vegas betting all those props, man, I was like betting on, you know, interception, like all these crazy, like really... Uh, hard to 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 make out like uh, prop bets or whatever, just like twenty, thirty, seven fun, and that's one of my Super Bowl me- memories as far as betting. But my favorite one, Drew, is the New England Patriots. I bet them on the money line to beat the um, Rams, St. Louis Rams. I was gonna say L.A. Rams, St. Louis Rams back in the day. I, I wish I would have put more money on that. One of the biggest upsets, but I didn't put. I, I just you know, I, I had a hunch, put it down, but didn't win a lot of money because I didn't bet a lot of money. So I regret that. Yeah, and, that and, the, and that was Tom Brady's first Super Bowl, yep, right? Yep. First one, yep. No, no, yeah, I, I, was, no, no. I bet, I bet the points. I bet the points. I should have bet the money line. That was it. That was it. That was it. That was my regret there. Yeah. A big yeah. Game. Okay. I, I remember that Super Bowl. That was good. And also the Oakland Raiders one you were talking about, um, with Rich Gannon. I yep. believe he was going up against Warren Sapp and company. Yep. I remember that Brad one. That Johnson. was fun. I think yep. that was. Yeah, I think I was a senior in high school. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I was betting that. Uh, but uh, you bring up the props. Um, one bit of advice I have, because I've made this mistake in the past, Sean, is don't bet too many of them. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander, or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's beyond zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Uh -oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.